0: hello everyone hello my name is Matt Armando
1: <laughs> and I'm Emily Riggins
0: and this is TBD with
1: Matt and Emily <laughs>
0: we paused for I don't know a full 60 seconds before we started such this podcast It's a long time Emily and I were just ta- chatting for uh, 10 minutes with the recording going then I said are you ready to start then we stopped talking 60 straight seconds <laughs> there are people outside there, were
1: ch- there was a child.
0: I can still hear that child, I think. And then I started the show and Emily was laughing because I got her.
1: <laughs> y- you got me. I'm at... Yeah.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: What are we doing right now?
0: Okay. This is a podcast. Oh, oh thank First God. and foremost. Okay. It's called TBD, spelled out all the way. T, like the beverage, T-E-A. Then the letters B and D. Now, you might have heard of an acronym that's just three letters, not with the word T spelled all the way out, but it's just TBD. That stands for to be determined. Guess what? We took that word tea and we took that acronym and we made them into one thing called TBD. Why did we do that? Well, because we drink tea on this podcast, number one. Number two, we have topics on this podcast and those topics are a surprise to me and Emily. I, today I have a mini topic. Emily does not know what that is.
1: Uh, just real quick for the listeners, mm-hmm. Matt didn't know what it was. Until roughly four minutes ago.
0: That's true. Emily has the big topic, the major topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Bigger
0: than life. Toppy. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Other than I've been seeing her scribble notes in a notepad.
1: I've been trying to keep it secret. This
0: whole time. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Um, for my Lord of the Rings friends out there. <laughs> just shouting out my own references. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have tea. We're gonna have topics, and we're gonna discuss those things. You know, are we necessarily experts at these topics? No. Uh, who, who, why? Who? We don't have time to be experts at everything, but we at least have opinions and thoughts. And oh, whatnots. I have opinions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and I have thoughts. I'm not an
0: expert on my topic. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Do you have opinions?
0: I have opinions. I have stories.
1: Do you have thoughts? I have thoughts. Wow.
0: Um, are you an expert on your topic? expert we're talking expert
1: What is being be an expert you know no i but i'll tell you why later
0: i i will well, i certainly would have asked if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't if you weren't forward with me about why not uh i mean expert you know it's like uh it's hard to be an expert at something it has to be the thing you're an expert at right like how many things do you think you can be an expert at completely different topics that's to say like like if you're um You know, if you're a botanist, you might be the expert at a bunch of different kinds of flowers. That's not, that doesn't count. They're all flowers. You're just an expert botanist.
1: (laughs) Um, I think I'm an expert in truly probably nothing, but I, nothing. uh, Yeah. I mean, I feel like to be an expert, you have to know a lot of stuff, like every single thing where I really like a lot of stuff and I know a lot of stuff about that stuff, Hmm. but that doesn't mean I'm an expert. I feel like to be a true expert. Hmm. You have to know everything. Everything.
0: I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I would consider myself an expert web developer, but I don't know everything about web developing. I'm not novice. I'm not an immature. I guess maybe I, you'd say I'm advanced, but I, I know more than most people do about it.
1: I don't know. Um, I'm a pro. What am I an expert on?
0: I mean, I guess maybe I I'd, I'd gander harry potter
1: yeah maybe
0: you don't know everything but i consider myself an expert on the simpsons and i haven't even watched the last 20 seasons of it <laughs> i'm an expert on the part that matters
1: Ugh, i did harry potter trivia once and my team did not do well although we did well we did not come close to winning because mm-hmm. the other teams are doing so much better
0: yeah i'm an expert at um star wars but i don't know everything about star wars but i could stump a lot of people <laughs> I would do really good at trivia, especially if it was. If we're sticking to canon only, I'm pretty. I'm good.
1: Can okay, I'm gonna ask you a question.
0: Movie, movie, canon only.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, who is Ben Kenobi's father?
0: obi we Kenobi Senior.
1: I, uh, that question, by the way, was based in very little knowledge in my brain. I just put together some names that I knew.
0: Uh huh. Um, young Ben is old Ben's. <laughs> i don't know um you mcgregor who is you mcgregor's dad i don't know isn't it dumbledore i don't know doesn't you mcgregor play or is that jude law
1: jude law oh god
0: one of them plays Humble, hot dumbledore dumbledore hot dumbledore
1: he listen he's hot okay. i'll say it for the listeners right now jude we, law dumbledore and, hot
0: and we've got a harry potter expert over here just
1: saying, saying he can pull off a three-piece suit can you pull off a three-piece suit Matt?
0: I bet I could pull off any suit if you made a custom tailor. I bet I would. I bet I'd look nice. I the prime problem with suits is I never buy them tailored well enough. <laughs> uh, I bet if I if I spent I don't even know what a, like a fully priced suit costs. I have no idea. $500. <laughs> I have no idea. I've paid uh, I've maybe paid in the in the two in the one uh, over 100 under 200. I think is probably the. Most have paid for a suit. And I'd say even that one probably doesn't fit me as well as one that could have been better. I don't know. Five hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. What does a good tailored suit cost? I don't I'm know. Not, not a fancy man. I bet, <laughs> J-
1: I bet Jude Law knows.
0: i uh, do you think he really knows how much it costs? I, I bet, don't know. I bet he doesn't. He has an assistant. Yeah. Famous people don't pay for their own clothes, they just get them from movies. The the costuming department makes them and that's true. Like, even when you're like Conan O'Brien or whatever, like at the end of the show, it says like suits provided by whatever. Or at the end of like even NFL broadcasts, will be like, you know,
1: suits provided suits by men's, men's warehouse. warehouse.
0: <sighs> I was thinking men's warehouse.
1: I said men's warehouse. You said men's wa- warehouse. Yeah. So.
0: And I got a suit. I do own one uh, one suit from the men's warehouse. Wow. My first ever suit. Or I don't know if it's my first, like maybe I did wear, no, the first ever one I think I owned. I think I've rented suits before that, wow. but never owned them. Oh, wow, well, wow. Well. I still have that suit. It might mm, still fit. Wow,
1: wow, wow. You should try it on so you know if you should keep it.
0: I did just uh, take it out of a, a one. I took it out of a, a dry cleaning bag and put it into like a pl- the plastic cheap ones. And I put it into, I have like a permanent mm. plastic travel suit bag that I put it in. <laughs> but I didn't try it on in between those two things. You should
1: have, because now you don't know if you need to keep it or not.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably just going (laughs) to. You know, I have a wedding coming up that I have to go to, and maybe I'll just try that on before that wedding. (laughs) And then if it doesn't fit, I'll get rid of it. it, uh, And I'll put on another suit. (laughs) That's what I'll do. (sighs) Wow.
1: A lot of suit talk.
0: We had a lot of suit talk, a lot of expert talk without actually getting to an answer none of us are experts at suits or answers
1: <laughs> that's true we're not experts at anything except for matt in web developing
0: i yeah emily i you know what i've beaten some video games on expert difficulty okay which makes me an expert at that
1: i'm an expert at tetris
0: I bet that's not true. <laughs> uh,
1: it's absolutely true.
0: I could beat you at Tetris. I'm
1: so sorry. Have you ever seen me play Tetris? I can beat you at Tetris. Okay, my computer is here. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> We're gonna play some Tetris. I
0: have Tetris. I have Tetris right over there. If you want to play, when this is over. What
1: level do you get to?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Listen, in college, me and my friend John O'Kane, Shout out to John O'Kane, Um, we played so much Tetris at our desk job at the Mac Hall um front desk um and i think for a while i had the high score and then he had the high score and i don't remember where we left off um Uh but there was a competition
0: Uh uh-huh i'd beat you both
1: okay wow you don't even know john
0: (laughs) i know i don't have to (sighs) uh how you doing emily (laughs)
1: Uh terrible now cuz
0: I was trying to be nice to you today too and I'm really really failing at this. I'm trying.
1: Um you're uh, you're doing a pretty good job.
0: Thank you. You just don't
1: believe in me. That's different than not being nice. Oh, uh, I think
0: it's that I believe in myself too much. I have a lot of faith in my ability to play Tetris.
1: Um how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. No problem. i Had a first sip of this uh tea by the way. Uh I think it's way too strong. <laughs> it's really? like it's so it's so sweet. It's like full of sugar. I think I think we should get into tea talk so we can discuss.
1: Tea okay. talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk.
0: Hi, guys. We're talking tea. Uh you taking my line? Yep. Uh, anytime I can.
1: Matt's trying to put the lid on something and he's failing.
0: This tea is a tea that we don't really know much about. It is called, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, Uji Shimizu. And It is from Japan, and it's by the Ipoto Tea Company, Kyoto, and it is a powdered tea, uh, a matcha, if you will.
1: Some might say that.
0: Some might say it. It's uh, we had to make it. Uh, we just made, it was it was difficult. This is our first ever matcha. Yes, that's true. And we just had to boil. This is actually is this your first ever? Yes, ever? my
1: first first ever ever
0: first ever ever for Emily and. Uh, we had to boil water and then just pour powder in. We've, it's never been so simple, although the math was hard.
1: <laughs> I just, I mean, you said that you think it's too strong, but I feel like we actually put less than we should have.
0: I know, but I'm wondering if there's like a conversion ever we had. Most of the packaging is but in ounces Japanese. ounces ounces. I know, I know, I don't know. It just feels pretty strong. It's uh, like so sweet.
1: I don't have anything to compare it to.
0: I mean, it's still good. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I actually, t- to be honest, I've not had that much matcha in my life, but this is stronger than most matcha I've had.
1: Maybe you've had not good matcha.
0: Mmm, cha-cha matcha. Uh-oh. Uh-oh!
1: Um, is matcha... Matcha is like a green tea, right?
0: So matcha... Yeah, let me explain what I am pretty sure I know about matcha. Um i believe it's originally maybe a japanese or a chinese style that the japanese took over and it's basically taking green tea leaves and turning them into such a fine powder um that it just dissolves and becomes tea i don't know the whole process of it but it's definitely grinding down tea leaves into a fine powder so it, i used to think it was like it, I think I think without knowing much about it, it almost seems like instant coffee. And instant coffee is like, you know, inferior coffee. It's like they yeah. made it cheap coffee. <laughs> they made coffee powder. Yeah. That, um, I mean, if you drink that, that's fine. I, I don't care at all what, what coffee you have because this is a tea podcast.
1: Yeah, get your coffee out of here, losers. I'm sorry, uh, that was so aggressive. I'm not aggressive.
0: Yeah, that was the most aggressive I've seen you ever, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but I think matcha at first seems like cheap but it's actually not cheap <laughs> and it's just a traditional one of one out of several ways that you can make green tea and um so it tastes so like that's why i think that it's maybe too much because it's kind of sweeter and less uh leafy tasting than i would have expected um now i'm wondering if there's like sugar in the thing i don't know i'm confused
1: we tried to read the label and we can't
0: I yeah it's all in japanese and it, i mean it says like It was like one packet per five ounces, but the packets were huge and five ounces is small. (laughs) I don't know. It tastes good though. I
1: think it tastes like green tea. Yeah. Um, I think it does taste like leaves. Green tea leaves. Yeah. have another sip. Talk.
0: Talk. Me talk? Okay. Mm -hmm. We're also drinking that in my fun Japanese teacups. And you have no sugar in yours, right? You didn't put anything. This does not need sugar. No, it does not. It's very sweet.
1: Um. I, yeah, I think it tastes like green tea, like a strong version of green tea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's green tea. It's matcha. Hey, baby, it's matcha. Cha-cha matcha. Cha-cha
1: matcha. It's not, it's not that
0: brand, but I'm just keep saying their um, name because they have a fun name.
1: Do you think it would taste different? Obviously, it would taste different. But do you think it would be better or worse or the same as if if we use milk?
0: I think it'd be better with, I think everything's better. Everything that you can make with milk is better made with milk mm. than if you make it with water. It's a yeah. hot chocolate statement. That's the only other thing I can think of.
1: Um iced. That was another option of a way to make this. Do you think it's better iced or hot?
0: Well, everything's better hot.
1: No. What about iced milk?
0: I so I would have liked I would like this iced or iced milked, but I'm gonna I'm rather I think I'd I think I like it the way it is, or if we had used milk, either way hot. Give it to me hot.
1: I feel like if I was making this mm. in my own home. Mm-hmm. I would use it, cold milk because I feel like it'd be the easiest. <laughs> you don't have to heat up the milk,
0: just like chocolate milk. Yeah, like you could cha- have matcha milk. Matcha milk. Matcha milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might try that <laughs> also because it's easy to do, and I have more of this to make. <laughs> you have uh, less now. Uh, yeah, there's there was more, and now there's less. That's how more and less works.
1: Wow. Um, where is this tea from? I mean, no, I know Japan, but. Did you get it when you were in Japan, or was it a gift?
0: This is a gift. That's what I thought. Gift to the household. <laughs> this showed up on our front door one day. It, said, it had a little note on it that says, uh, Orphaned. Oh. And we, we brought it in the house, and we... That's
1: lovely. ...gave it a bath. That's lovely. Uh,
0: ruined the cardboard packaging, <laughs> the bath. And, uh Yeah. I'm having a hard time talking about this tea. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't
1: really... I don't, I don't have any. I don't know what to say. Tastes I've never like, had any other matcha. I think it's fine. Yeah. It tastes like green tea.
0: Would you drink matcha again? Which I feel like it's encroaching on, a, on a, another more important question. I
1: mean, I would... I guess. I guess.
0: You guess? Well, then, let me go ahead and ask you the question. What
1: question are you going to ask? Emily.
0: Me? Claire Riggins. Do you find this uh, matcha tea from the, or (laughs) the tea is called the Uji Shimizu tea. Uh, five ounces. Wow. Add one stick for five ounces. I mean, I guess the math is there. Do you find this tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? That
1: was a nightmare. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's my cup of tea.
0: Ooh.
1: It's good. Well, no, I take that back. It's, it tastes like green tea, which as discussed, it's not my favorite. I don't know if i like it more if it was in milk. I think maybe I would. Wow. wow I um wow, 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 it's not bad.
0: What don't you like about it? The green tea taste? Or I like I don't know. Like what makes you like a green tea?
1: Um, it has fruit or flowers in it.
0: And so this is not fruity or fla- floral, so it's just green tea, so no. you don't like it.
1: I think there's also something about It is very sweet, but that's not necessarily what bothers me. It doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. When I say it's not my cup of tea, it's just like...
0: Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to... Because this is different, so I'm trying to grasp it better. Yeah.
1: um, Here, I'm going to take another sip.
0: Because I... I, I, It definitely... I don't know.
1: I guess I can taste that it's from a powder. Yeah. Which Which all matcha is. Yeah. Which, like... Is it my favorite? Maybe... I'm not doing a good do- job of explaining this.
0: We're both, we're, I feel like we're breaking down. <laughs> like we've, uh, both our heads are broken. We don't know how to talk about matcha. It's um, too different. <laughs>
1: it's too different from what we know.
0: We don't have anything to compare it to. It's just, it's its own thing.
1: I do wonder if I would, how I would feel if it was milked. 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 Milked.
0: Milked matcha. <laughs> this podcast is degrading fast.
1: So. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, uh-huh. let's bring it, this one back. Um, Matt.
0: Let's bring it home. Yeah
1: this tea can you hand me the, the container
0: uh yeah there's where you want to read the name
1: um thank you so much matt yes matthew thomas yes ah uh, would you say that this uji shimizu matcha green tea is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea
0: i want to delete out that pe- bit of silence it's rude <laughs> Dead air. Come on. You
1: started mumbling in the middle of yours.
0: That's okay. That's not dead air.
1: <laughs> Is it your cup of tea or not your cup of tea?
0: I'm enjoying it, although uncertain if I feel like we made it correctly.
1: <laughs> How else we would would we have made it?
0: I don't know. I need more matcha in my life to have more comparisons. I don't we... know. Just I just I just oh, I, I want to make five ounces and put one packet in and see what it tastes like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's breaking my brain. It's breaking this podcast.
1: Do we need to stop the podcast? <laughs> Let's reboot. Make
0: five <sighs> ounces of hot water. Let's reboot this.
1: Ugh. Reboots? Like in The Good Place?
0: Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like how they're going to reboot the X-Men universe. I think it's still my cup of tea. I'm still liking it. I'm just like, it's broken my brain. I feel like I'm short circuiting. And I'm sorry for the last, <laughs> the last and complete 20 minutes of this podcast. <laughs>
1: I think what we need to well think what I need to do. You can do this or not. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I need to go to Cha Cha Matcha.
0: I need to go too. Let's go.
1: <laughs> okay, bye, podcast listeners. Um,
0: um, so
1: I can try real matcha. Okay. See how I feel about that, uh-huh. and then I have something to compare it to. All
0: right, we'll talk about that off air. We'll figure out some plans to go to Cha Cha Matcha. Cha
1: Cha Matcha.
0: <sighs> I'm sorry we gave a bit, we. I'm sorry this review was kind of poor. <laughs> <laughs> One one cup of tea out of two, tea talk complete.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tea talk done.
0: I feel like we flew through that, which is good because I did not set a timer for this podcast yet, and now I'm going to start it right now. <laughs> um,
1: thank God you're starting it just in time
0: mm-hmm. for your time. Yeah, I needed. Uh, yeah. Matt, mm-hmm.
1: we've talked about the tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've talked about the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's talk about your topic. Matt, what's your topic?
0: Okay. So... I've got something that's a little bit, a little bit back in the news. We have actually kind of touched on it before, but I want to give it its due on its as its own standalone topic. My topic is 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 Super Smash Brothers.
1: Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. This is
0: a a video game franchise. There have been several of them. It all started with the original Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo sixty four, then. The sequel, I'm actually going to probably mess this up. Then there's Super Smash Brothers mm, Melee (laughs) on the GameCube.
1: Alex is mad at you right now.
0: Uh, Then there's Super Smash Brothers Brawl on the Wii. Brawl and Melee, those are the two. I maybe am switching the two of them. (laughs) Then there's uh, Super Smash Brothers Wii Wii U? And 3DS, which are which, they came out at the same time and they're basically the same game, but one was the portable version and one was the uh, standalone console thing. There are differences between those two games, but they're mostly the same, same Mm -hmm. characters. And then you come to the newest game, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate.
1: Ultimate, wow, where are they gonna go from that?
0: Well, interesting you'd ask. So each game has an increasingly larger roster than the previous game they add more characters sometimes characters drop off not all characters from the original games you know they don't all make it the whole way through although the original game i think all those characters have been in pretty much every game but some characters come and go um and they'll replace them or they'll just decide they don't want to include that character um but i'll get i'll get maybe into that in a second so the game the basic game play of it is that you're playing characters from across different video game franchises and they're all fighting each other you got mario fighting link from the legend of zelda and guess what zelda from legend of zelda is also in this game Whoa! and so link and zelda who are by all accounts best buds in the games are fighting each other in this be like
1: if we were fighting each other
0: which we never would uh you got game and those are those are all nintendo branded characters yes and the original one uh, the original Super Smash Brothers, they were all Nintendo characters. Wow. I wonder if I could name them all. Probably can't. But I'll give it a try. You've got Mario.
1: its a me, Mario.
0: Luigi. Yoshi.
1: Oh, I love Yoshi.
0: He's great. Uh, Kirby. Cool. <laughs> Link. Oh, I've heard he's cool. Samus from the Metroid games.
1: Is that spelled J-A-M-U-S?
0: Samus. Samus. S-A-M-U-S. Okay uh uh um you've got uh i'm already breaking down you've got jigglypuff
1: <gasps> oh jiggly
0: you've got pikachu
1: oh i would play as him because he's so angry
0: um did i already say ness probably mm-hmm. not there's a guy named ness there's captain falcon
1: what was he a captain of all the falcons
0: he is a he's a race car driver from the f-zero series of games wow um i've already given up i've already i already know i'm missing characters but i'm already giving up um and they all fight those are all nintendo characters then oh as star fox 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 McCloud, a previous topic yeah character fox is in that game and uh and then you start adding newer characters um and and just it's just a fighting game with all these different people duking it out um and then as the games go on then you start adding people from different franchises you can play as pac-man or mega man which are not nintendo branded characters doesn't even
1: have arms
0: well later versions of him has arms and legs that's funny um sonic the hedgehog uh all these different random people have all come together and now they fight and now it's become like the grandest, it's like this unimaginable thing where all these, you're like, oh my God, all these characters from like like Microsoft character, Microsoft and Nintendo are rival companies. They recently added Banjo-Kazooie to the newest game. That's a that's a Microsoft property. People are like, what the hell? How did that ever happen? How did it happen? Oh, Donkey Kong is the character in the mm-hmm. original game too. Uh, it just, they started adding characters and because it, there's so much buzz to this game, this is like one of the most popular games there is there are on the planet
1: i've seen so many people play this game
0: yeah you watched me and former guest uh alex simmons play it in a bar a couple weeks ago yep super Uh, fun for me super fun uh you only watched for a few minutes that's true (laughs) then we stopped playing that's true we were playing before you got there and then you were there and then we stopped
1: that's fair listen i can play up my complaints Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. so all these characters i mean they're kind of i mean especially the ones where they have to license other from other companies Mm -hmm. hard to get hard to get and it's sort of been stated at this point like uh, okay so this new game as i was saying some characters have come and gone yeah this game has every single past character Mm. plus a bunch of new ones (laughs) who's your favorite um my all-time favorite is probably samus or Dr. Mario, which is different from Mario. Although they're both Mario, one of them is the doctor version.
1: <laughs> is that the one with the pills where they fall? Yeah.
0: Okay. My yeah. aunt loved that game. I, I'm i a huge fan. As If you like Tetris, you'd probably like that game. A I, similar uh, puzzle.
1: I'm certain I did, but I don't remember how to play it.
0: It's a similar style game. Puzzle with falling things. Um, those are... I have a lot of favorites. I actually really like... I like playing as Princess Zelda. Um my uh i like playing as the troll kind of characters like they added um so one of them they added a couple of versions ago was the we fit trainer (laughs) so she's just like the person like so there used to be a game called the we fit which was a fitness yeah game i played that oh well the woman and actually you can play as the man too um if you change your skin but uh which sounds weird if you don't know video games but you can change your skin uh and you're just playing as her and all of her moves are either like yoga poses she'll, so they're like oh yeah a lot of her punches are like different yoga poses or kicks um like she does the bridge pose and and uh sun salutations is like one of her her powerful moves she does it she can charge up a sun salutation and shoot it at you
1: <laughs> whoa
0: she also can hit a volleyball at you i love playing as her uh and I think they added her as like because they were like, wouldn't it be funny if we made the Wii Fit trainer a fighter? And then they did, which has happened a few times. So like other examples of the more comedic ones is they had the Duck Hunt characters from the the Duck Hunt game, which is a dog and a bird that mm-hmm. fight you. <laughs> and then they um, they also added Mr. Game and Watch, which is like a uh, a completely flat character. It's like from from like the eighties. Maybe start in the 70s, but definitely the 80s where they had like just like the flat pixelated screens that were like just like little L- uh, LCDs, liquid crystal display mm-hmm. ones. Um, just like the cheapest, oldest video games. And they turn him into a character and he's such a silly goofball in the mm-hmm. game uh, and is the only character who's not represented as a 3D model. It's still a flat yeah. character, which is so crazy. Um and they also the most recent one they added was the piranha plant as a character, so like the Mario enemy, who's just a plant
1: just a potted plant,
0: <laughs> yeah, is now a character, and it's like again, wouldn't it be funny if we made that potted plant a character? <laughs> so I love those characters just because I think they're so funny that they even exist um
1: what are what moves does the potted plant have?
0: Oh, he can spit acid at you, he can twirl his uh leaves so he can fly through the air. He also it can bite cuz it's like a piranha plant. Mm, yeah. Um and those are all of them. I can I can like most of them can do things like punch and kick. Yeah.
1: What about a Tetris block?
0: Now, this is what I've been saying. Were you were you were ever talking about this? I thought the ultimate character to add would be Tetris. And Which it would one? just be well, it'd be like in my mind, it would just be like a blob that like different moves, it would turn into different bricks. Ooh, okay. So like most character, like all the characters in the game have special moves and uh, just like regular attack moves. Special moves are usually like, they're all pretty much on theme to the mm-hmm. character, but the special moves would be like probably like powers from the game. So like a sun salutation, that's a special move because it's like more than just punching. Yeah. It's sending out this shot of sun salutation uh and they all have like they can kick up they can kick down they can punch forward they could punch backwards there's like different combinations of directions and stuff so i think like a forward punch would be like the l-shaped block would like flatten out and punch the person if they were to do like some sort of attack up shooting up they would turn into the long line piece and um shoot up yeah which is actually how the we fit trainer does it she does like uh the tree pose in yoga to like attack people above her because <laughs> she points her fingers together and yeah. darts at them um so yes i've actually thought about the tetris block and i think it would be an amazing character i think oh man i don't i can't even go into all this i have like all, all almost all of its moves planned out in my head <laughs> because tetris is like the one of because like the whole thing about super smash brothers is is it supposed to be taking all these remarkable noteworthy characters fan favorites and having them duke it out you know they're not taking the scrubs usually (laughs) and what more famous video game really is there than tetris i mean it's like it's true it's so big and it's so big in video gaming like it really helped kickstart it's the first Game Boy game yeah uh so i i really do think that would be amazing and uh people should start listening to me about that idea
1: (laughs) i'll start listening to you thank you you should develop it you should web develop it. Yeah. Here you go. That's what you do, right? It.
0: Also, it takes them like months to make new characters, I guess. <laughs> Supposedly. I don't know how much work goes into it, but it takes them a while.
1: Well, you have to brainstorm? Yeah. You have to brainstorm.
0: Yeah. Uh they're constantly making new characters. They're still making new ones for this uh uh current game. But to close a loop on something I was kind of getting to is that they were saying that this is probably the only chance to have a game this grand like it's like i almost imagine the next one's gonna be more of like a reboot where Mm -hmm. they're gonna trim it trim the roster down considerably Mm -hmm. um because there's so many characters and it's great but like they're never gonna get the rights to all of them again
1: and
0: it's kind of that thing where like okay you you peak and then you reboot and you start like yeah you know not as small as the original game but probably
1: just scale back a little bit
0: go a lot smaller yeah if
1: you could pick one character Mm-hmm. from all of video games to be in smash brothers who would it be
0: who's not there already who's not there already um another, and it can't be tetris yeah well number one tetris <laughs> um i think the best would be um master chief who is the protagonist from the halo franchise which already a fighter is uh yeah right. sure well, he's a i mean he's a shooter guy <laughs> yeah he fights people yeah um i think that's like the biggest like franchise like because that's like the microsoft game is like halo like if you were to boil it down to just giving them one game it's probably that um they have other games but he like i think microsoft and halo are like sort of synonymous Mm -hmm. and i think it'd be that'd be quite a get to add that character either that or someone crazy like uh spider-man or wolverine or something like adding like some marvel hero That'd be pretty cool too, which are a lot of, there are a lot of Marvel video games, so it's definitely possible or Batman from the Arkham games. I love, I don't think any of those have been on Nintendo consoles. <laughs> <laughs> um, they could be.
1: You could do a Lego Batman.
0: Oh man. You just made me have a whole new uh, dream. <laughs> now I want Lego characters in it.
1: Wow. Well. You're welcome.
0: Probably a whole nother, like that. Lego, Star Wars. Oh, any of these would be good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is there a Lego Kylo Ren?
0: Yes, I own him. I own one.
1: No, I meant like in the games. I mean, I know in like Legos. Like, is there a video game? Yeah. Lego Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's who I want. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my character.
0: Okay. I would pick, I would, I would probably go, if it was Lego, I'd probably want something more like Uh, um, grand like in the way that like my Tetris thing is like it's all the blocks and it just Mm -hmm. changes if I was Lego I'd want it to be like something where like as it fought it like maybe built stuff which is kind of like the guy from Emmett from the Lego movie where Mm -hmm. he his like power is to build things quickly I don't know how that would translate into a game but uh something like that I don't think it'll happen because that seems like a licensing nightmare
1: yeah you have to license with two different things Lego and Batman
0: and And the video game, like, yeah. Yeah. The people who make the video game, which is a whole other thing.
1: And if you do it just once.
0: Because these other ones aren't, these other, at least when they get these other random ones, it's like one video game company, just asking another video game company, can we borrow your character? Mm -hmm. But as soon as you have like outside IP holders, it gets like way harder. Yeah. (laughs) Intellectual property.
1: Oh, I understand content.
0: I just, for for the listener.
1: For the listeners, not for me.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, I've always loved this game. I've owned all of them. What do you love about it? The 3DS one. Um, that's a great question. I mean, originally it definitely is the Nintendo aspect and I've always been a Nintendo fanboy.
1: I I know that.
0: Um, and uh, I do just love being able to play as those characters and I, I guess what's interesting is like having them fight like Samus fighting Link. It's almost like an unimaginable before the game came out it's like Fan fiction, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's fan fiction. Like, oh, you like. I do love fan can fiction. You, can you no, imagine speaking my language? Mario fighting, you know, uh, Star Fox, like or whatever. I was gonna say Mario versus Donkey Kong, which is a thing. <laughs> um, and like as it's grown, it's like, oh, the uh, you know, um, Snake from the um, why did I already forget what those games are called? Snake from the Solid Snake games, um, like fighting. Sonic the Hedgehog or Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog versus Mega Man, the two the two blue characters. <laughs> um Donkey Kong fighting um well Banjo kazooie that's fun. They're they were they used to be made by the same developer, now they're not. <laughs> well. Wow. Um but just like it like oh Ganondorf also from the Zelda franchise, yeah. like he gets to fight. You can play as the villain? He gets to fight yeah, you get to fight as villains. Ganon, uh Bowser um wolf from star fox is his, his en- enemy all these characters are all playable in this, so you can just really duke it out uh That's yeah it's like it's any if you- know, it's like video- a video game nerd's fantasy to be able to like actually match up all these different people
1: <laughs> no, correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. in this game, you're like playing. On like a floating thing, right? Or is that a different game?
0: Yeah, it's like a stage.
1: Um, Does it change like different, like like you can go to different courses on racing games?
0: Yeah, all the all the characters have their own stages. And like they're usually, I mean, they're like split up by game or like franchise. So there's probably like in the latest game, there's probably like 10 different, I don't, I'm making a number up, but like eight or 10 different Legend of Zelda themed maps and they all have their different quirks and they're supposed to be reminiscent of different zelda games um because there's like yeah there's some insane number of stages in this um an insane number of characters and also oh and the music is so great because they like i think the latest game there's like 800 something tracks and they're all like medleys and reimaginings and all that of like the songs the most memorable songs from all the games in the past. So it's like not only are you you are you duking it out with two like of these like memorable characters, but you're on a stage that's reminiscent of something. It's like a lot of nostalgia going yeah. on. And you're listening to this like theme song that you're like, oh, from that game. Like music you'd otherwise not hear unless you went and replayed that game. Yeah. You know um the Zelda ones really get to because the all those games are really well have really well composed music and then they redo them for this game to be like orchestral and more fightery themed to be a little more energetic
1: okay um so do, you might have said this do they combine the like different themes into one or is it like they'll play the legend of zelda songs during a legend of zelda stage uh
0: you can you normally it is the zelda ones would be on the zelda stage but there is like ways to mix and match that stuff and you can also tell it like what songs you like or don't like so you can be like don't play this song anymore um or play this song more often or whatever um and there's a whole thing actually in the latest game you because it's on the nintendo switch which is portable you can just listen to music on it through your switch like you can just walk around plug your headphones in with the game off and like listen to music i've never done it but i hear you can
1: (laughs) you should try it see how it goes
0: yeah maybe uh i mean it's i mean it's great i mean the amount of songs on it is just ridiculous
1: Mm -hmm. this is a game meant to be played with people right
0: uh it's got a lot you can play yeah i mean it's mostly a fighting game so i mean you can play by yourself with and just like face off against a computer Or if you have the little Amiibo statuette things, you can actually have them battle you and you can train up your little statuette. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The computer, though, you can usually beat. Sometimes you want to like... Sometimes you can handicap yourself to make it harder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you're an expert like I am... uh, (laughs) uh, That might not actually be true. But uh, yeah, it's more fun with friends. And uh, the GameCube version, I probably played the most with friends and we would instead of having band practice we'd play that game a ton and that's why we weren't a very good band but we were we had fun
1: (laughs) what is the ideal number to be to play with
0: um i mean one-on-one is great uh having a four-player one is a lot of fun just free for all or you could do two verse two especially really great if you have two good players and two so-so players then you just split the two good players and split the two so-so players and then Mm It's more randomness.
1: I thought you were going to say split the two good players and or like keep
0: Keep the two good players in one team. No, I'm fair. I'm fair. (laughs) I win. I win a lot. So I don't need to. I don't need to game it in my advantage. Wow. Brag. Uh, You can play with up to eight people on the last couple versions of the game, Mm -hmm. which is a little too many. I mean, it can be fun if you just want to go nuts, but yeah, it's not as fun as I kind of maybe do prefer four. I think that's the best number. Uh purist would probably say 1v1. One one. You got to do one on one then you really know who's best. But like yeah. I don't, I for four people doing a free for all is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um and you can play online too, which also is usually teams, sometimes free for all. Um that's not as fun as being in the same room as someone though.
1: I think it would be funner to be in the same room as someone as a person who has watched it happen.
0: Yeah. You get you get you can cheer, you can hoot, you can holler. Say, oh, you killed me. Arr, arr. I can't believe
1: the WeFit Fit trainer just sun saluted me. That's,
0: and you're playing against me because I just sun saluted you because yep. I'm good like that.
1: Um, Well, to be fair, you would definitely beat me. I, uh, yeah. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind.
0: Alex and I were playing each other. I think I won. Sorry, Alex. Seven out of eight of those matches. Something like that. Brag. Brag, it brag, brag. It was exactly a brag.
1: I know. That's why I said it was brag, brag, brag
0: um i'm good i'm not gonna going a shy away. i wouldn't be i'm not like a pro like if someone really great play i they would crush me but um because i've watched people play because mm-hmm. they have like tournaments and stuff and people who practice like create i don't really practice i play when i play <laughs> if i practice maybe i'd be that good but i don't want to i don't want that to be my life <laughs> you also um, have to
1: play fortnite sometimes too
0: yeah that's true which i'm also not as good as the pros at that I do wonder if I really dedicated my life in one way, if I'd be good enough, but I that, have more life to live than that. I was
1: going to say, is that what you want to do with your life?
0: No. But most people, I, I'm going to, I'm going to beat them. I'm going to beat them.
1: Have you ever played with someone like a normal person that's beat you regularly?
0: Um. No, no one would be, no beat me. No one would beat me with like regularity. Like I was always, it was always like, to take me down was like Mm -hmm. that was the trophy (laughs) i did i'll tell i feel like i'm running over on my topic but i will tell one story um about a bachelor party i went to wow (laughs) and i'm confident the person i'm going to make fun of would never in their life listen to this podcast and probably don't know it even exists and probably don't remember who i am but i'm at this bachelor party and we have a big Super Smash Brothers thing set up. It's a big projector. Mm-hmm. We're playing Super Smash Brothers Wii U version. And I going, I knew this was happening this weekend. Um, and I knew going in, I was going to crush. I just like, I brought some of my controllers. I was the one who helped like set stuff up because they needed eight. And I was like, oh, I can bring some controllers over. But I knew, I knew I was going to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And so we're playing, maybe the first match I play with one of my really good characters. And we're playing mostly like eight-player ones because there's so many, so many bros hanging out. Mm-hmm. And if, once I realized like such a bro, once I realized how, I, once I realized I was like, oh, I'm gonna be good. I'm good. I start playing with like random characters. Like I'm just playing with like people I don't normally play as, and I'm like, you know, you know whatever. Maybe I maybe I will lose because I'm playing as someone I don't like, Jigglypuff, or someone I don't really like playing as. <laughs> or yoshi i I like yoshi Yoshi. the character i don't like yoshi the fighter in super smash brothers um or i'm using some like the oddballs or whatever and i finally lose like you know my 20th eight person match which is eight person matches there's a lot of luck in there anyways because like just so much so many bodies are flying around and there's weapons of people are throwing Mm -hmm. our weapons and the weapons i should say are also they randomly drop randomly spawn but they're also just from all of these different games yeah so you might pick up a sword from one game and a shield from another game and a bomb from another game and, and it's just craziness but uh yeah you might die unexpectedly in these eight person ones yeah and this guy this other dude who's playing as one specific character the entire time i believe his character is uh shulk uh which i don't even really mm, he's final fantasy i don't remember whatever he's playing as this one character the whole time and finally this one match which it ends up just being me versus him maybe or something and i do i lose this one match out of uh, again a ton and he's like all right i want to one versus one you because now he thinks he's better than me um and i was like okay <laughs> and i picked samus my favorite character and i just crush this guy <laughs> i just I, I just crush him into the dirt cuz i've like cuz i'm playing i want to be fun and friendly and not like kill everyone every time and be like invincible so but if you're going to challenge me one on one and put our, my pride on the line if you
1: come at the king you best not miss yeah
0: <laughs> he missed <laughs> he missed and i'm i'm darting around my character she's just like shielding and bouncing and i dropping bombs and i'm doing all like all the different samus moves <laughs> And a friend of mine walked over who was watching it. We are also doing this outside in front of a campfire.
1: Oh, oh that's fun. <laughs> he
0: leaves the campfire, walks over to me, is watching me like just destroy this other dude. And he leans in and he goes, watching you play the same as Samus is like watching the ballet. Because <laughs> I'm literally just like dancing and dodging all around this person. And he does not, his head's probably spinning at how much I'm just ruining him <laughs> this game and again he's playing as the same guy all night and while i am going to my favorite i wasn't like warmed up to play as her so yeah that's that's what happens don't come with the king
1: <laughs> i will never i'll tell you right now i will never
0: um yeah fun game though
1: <laughs> i believe you you would crush me
0: yeah any other questions
1: uh no i think i asked all mine
0: all right Super smash brothers great game if you want play it with me Message me on uh, on Twitter or something.
1: Oh, I'll play with you at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can all get together.
1: Pad those stats.
0: Everyone else, everyone else to get together. I don't have. St- I don't even keep track. There are stats, but I don't keep track. The
1: mm-hmm. game keeps
0: track of stats, though.
1: How often do you <sighs> check those?
0: <laughs> uh rarely. I usually only check them for in the interesting facts. Like, I don't care about win loss, but I'll go. Like, it'll say it'll be like the character you play as the most or the least, and I or like things like that, or like who you've killed the most, like weird stuff or who you've died to the most. Like it has all kinds of weird, yeah. like uh, uh, things to help you just weird stats. Some of it's like, how far have you fallen? Like how many, mi- like how many feet total have you fallen in the game? It's just this random. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't care. Win loss doesn't matter. Cause I never lose. <laughs> You're awful. I am awful. It's true. All right. Well, that's it. I went super over on my topic. That's okay. It feels good. It's okay. All right.
1: We went through tea to- tea talk so quick.
0: Tea talk and banter, and there's no stupid guest to take up time. Get out of here, guests. Um, topic done. Topic done. Emily, do you need more tea? Um, no. You don't need more tea. No. Is that because it's not your cup of tea? Yeah. Oh wow. So I have to drink the rest of this pot all by myself? Um, you don't have to. Well, I will. I'm not gonna waste. All right. Emily Matthew I spent so much time talking about my topic <laughs> it was, might as well have been a, a big topic um but now it's your time to shine in the light
1: oh I'm gonna shine
0: and I would love for you to tell me this topic that you've been thinking about for weeks that you've already told other people that I know and force them to keep it a secret for me and a cruel friendship twist <laughs> What is your topic?
1: I would love for you to guess.
0: Uh, your guesses. Should I guess? Yes. Is it something I would guess? I think so. Harry Potter. No. Anything Harry Potter or no Harry Potter? No Harry Potter. Taylor Swift. Yep. I got it in two. <laughs> Not bad.
1: Um, Matt, my podcast topic today is specifically the album lover.
0: So when I write it, should I write Taylor Swift or should I write? Super Smash Brothers and Lover.
1: <laughs> um. So this is my problem with this topic is that I think it would be weird to just write Lover, but that's technically what my topic is.
0: I can do I can do Lover Princey's album Taylor Swift album. Yeah, Lord was that way, right? Yeah, A melodrama Princey's Lord album. Yeah, I can do that again. Okay, let's do that. Lover Princey's Taylor Swift album.
1: Let's talk about Taylor's comeback album. That's what people are calling it.
0: T S C A.
1: Yes. T S. C-A. Let's talk about lover. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a story. Matt, you asked earlier if this was a feelings topic or a, a factual topic, and it's going to be a lot of feelings.
0: I asked you off air, just That's so we clear on that. I know.
1: I'm just saying I can answer you fully then,
0: because mm-hmm.
1: it's going to be both. Let me tell you, it's going to be both.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm going to take you back to April, April 26th.
0: The day that Avengers Endgame came out? Yep. Mm-hmm. What an interesting day.
1: <laughs> it's April 26th. Taylor Swift has been dropping hints that she's going to release something on this day. And I'm so excited. And the song that she drops.
0: (laughs) Is the greatest song she's ever sang.
1: (laughs) Is me. Which is the worst song. And I got to tell you, podcast listeners, Matt, Mm -hmm. I was so sad. Yeah. It wasn't a good song. It's not a good song.
0: I know how sad it makes you.
1: And, And I was like, oh, God, I can't go through another album cycle of an album I don't like.
0: Even though Look What You Made Me Do it's a great song.
1: It's not that bad. And I do like that song. She kills herself. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> then the next single is You Need to Calm Down, which is better. Still not good. Fun. Love to shout the lyrics at my, my friends. <laughs> Specifically, Troy, previous podcast guest. Heard of him. Um, but I'm still like, Ugh, this is not what I want. Because I'm going to tell you what I want.
0: Mm-hmm what you really really want
1: yes i want a spice girls album what i want out of a taylor swift album what i wanted out of lover was a country album that was poppy a la red country
0: album that's poppy
1: and the first two singles let me tell you were are not showing me that
0: what's me 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 dee, dee, dee. what do they what are they saying in that me song me he, he. oh yeah they laugh like ooh, michael jackson ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs>
1: okay, and then she, the next two songs she releases are "The Archer" and "Lover," the title track. And I start to feel a little bit better, although I still don't love "Lover." Although now I love it a lot more.
0: The song of the album. What are you talking about right now? You love the, the song. Has s- grown. The song
1: on has grown on me. Mm-hmm. We're not to my feelings about the album yet. I'm telling a story.
0: Okay, I'm just, I'm just. They should never name an album after a track. They should stop doing it. I feel
1: that. like they do that all the time.
0: They do, but they should stop.
1: Well, I can't tell I can't help you there. We're back. We're back to my story. We're back to my story. You made it
0: seem like we took a break. Like we stopped the recording, but there was no there was no break in the recording.
1: So it's it's now August twenty third. I'm in the back of a cab. Mm-hmm. This album's been out for three hours. It's my time.
0: At uh, three in the morning on the twenty third. Like, from the tw- it, yeah. 23rd into the 24th? Yeah. What day of the week is it actually? Is it the 24th or the 23rd?
1: <laughs> it's the 23rd, is when it came out. Okay. But I don't remember what day of the week it was. Mm-hmm. I'm in the back of a cab.
0: What came out on a Friday?
1: Yes. So it was a Friday. Friday at 3 a.m. Uh huh. And Matt, I love this album. Mm-hmm. I felt so much relief mm-hmm. in the back of that cab. You listen to the whole thing on the right? I home. To the whole thing. I was so worried I was going to hate it and I would have to disappoint my niece. But guys,
0: you're gonna have to disappoint your niece,
1: because I don't. I wanted to love it.
0: Why would you disliking disappoint your niece? Because your she niece...
1: loves Taylor Swift so much.
0: But did you know that your niece already liked Lover? Because maybe um she was gonna like it generally. no matter what. Okay, no discerning taste. I got no,
1: it. she has discerning taste, <laughs> but she she's she's a Taylor Swift fan a even st- more than stan. me. She's a stan. She's Swiftie, Swifty. Taylor Stan. And I just wanted to love it with her. And let me tell you guys, mm-hmm. I do. Does she love it? She loves it too.
0: That would be a real ironic uh, twist of this whole.
1: One of my fondest memories of all time is our hour and a half long chat the day it came out via FaceTime in which we just gushed and were very weird.
0: <laughs> we, we, were, we gushed and we were weird. <laughs> we were.
1: Uh, it was great. Um, do you want to know my top five favorite songs?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go track by track because I didn't think that worked very well with Lord. So I, that's why I have notes. Wow.
0: Well, she did take notes. I did. Papers.
1: Matt has listened to this album, so he has things to say too.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. God, <laughs> you're so mean. My top five favorite songs. And I think this is my list. I think I've told people this list and said it might change, but it's been the same. My favorite song on this
0: album mm. is
1: called Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. It's my favorite.
0: Well, it's, how's that one go? Um cruel cruel summer um wait cruel summer cruel cruel summer is that a lyric in that
1: uh no that's a different i think you're singing a different song okay um i'll do you want do you really want me to sing some lyrics no it's okay you don't have to i I can um it's a good song i promise the lyrics aren't loading
0: that's okay okay just do the just do the list you're
1: the one who said which one was it
0: i know but
1: cruel summer that's my favorite song What i think (laughs) I, I don't clearly uh, followed by i think he knows followed by paper rings cornelia street and i forgot that you existed those are my top five
0: i forgot that you existed my number one tweet about this album was that i thought when i first i listened to the album and i was just reading the track listing and i thought it was i forgot that i existed and i thought it was i was like wow weird thing to say <laughs> but it also fit with uh killing yourself killing herself <laughs>
1: um matt i do have to say thank you for listening to this album i consider that an act of friendship even though i knew you wouldn't like it
0: i do you know what i'm At glad least... you know i wouldn't like it i'm glad you still think that's an act of friendship it is really
1: i'm gonna give you some thoughts about these songs okay as previously discussed on april 26th
0: i i remember that day better than you remember that day <laughs> <laughs> it's avengers endgame day
1: she releases the song me and I just need everyone to know that that is a terrible song. It's one of her worst songs of all time.
0: It's, I, so we heard it at the bar the other, the other night, yep. Emily and I and some other people, everyone at the bar.
1: <laughs> Specifically, the two of us and Alex.
0: Um, and the song isn't bad other than the hee 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 part. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that part is really bad.
1: The song starts out fine. It truly, it starts out fine. The me hee 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 is bad. But as is the bridge in which she announces that spelling is fun, although she's taking that part out. And then spells so many words.
0: Yeah. Spelling, you know, it's hard.
1: Spelling is not fun. But I've I've had this discussion on this podcast, so I'm not going to get into
0: yeah, me. This one's not about uh But spelling. the reason
1: I bring up me is that that's the lead single. Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Taylor Swift is bad.
0: Brandon Urie of Panic the Disco on it. And he's good.
1: Taylor Swift is good. It's a bad song.
0: Yeah two good people made one bad song yeah too many cooks in the kitchen
1: i think that is the problem it was overwritten but the reason i bring this up is that april is a great time to release a song of the summer it gets in people's head Mm -hmm. and then it's the summertime and that's the song taylor swift yeah has a song on this album called cruel summer the best song on the album wow which would have been a perfect summer song to Blair on a radio in the summer and she doesn't release it.
0: This, appreci- s- this appreciation topic on, of this album has turned into a real attack on this album. <laughs> it's all marketing. They, they, and I mean, she didn't pick what her song was. Right? But
1: everyone hated that song. That's bad marketing.
0: Yeah. Well, I got people talking about it. No. <laughs> hey, you need something to separate yourself from Avengers Endgame coming out the same day. Oh
1: God anyways cruel summer great song should have been the lead single i listen to it at least once a day
0: the whole album <laughs> or that one um, song
1: That one song. i actually when i listen to the whole album i just uh, hit repeat like three times and then i move on
0: did you listen to the album yesterday
1: no because i left my headphones at work
0: i know that's why i asked
1: oh no i did when i was in the shower so ha
0: well how do you listen in the shower
1: i put my phone outside the shower and i turn it up and i go in the shower
0: that's barely listening to music it's loud. Uh, loud doesn't mean good.
1: <laughs> how is that? How is there something wrong with that?
0: The sound of that little tiny speaker. Ugh. Ugh. I it, was in a podcast that way because the sound doesn't matter on podcasts, but music, I can't do it.
1: The next song Ugh. is I think he knows. Um,
0: it's and an then, active, active attack on our friendship that you listen to music that way. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: mm-hmm. Th- these are just great songs uh paper rings is um uh you know it's not i wouldn't say it's country but it's more country and it has a fun bop and it's my favorite song to dance to in fact as i was setting in my classroom i blared the song paper rings and danced to it
0: <sighs> through your little speaker on your phone no that's probably my yeah
1: uh, yes <sighs> yes it was that our podcast and i was i needed <sighs>
0: put on your headphones
1: but there were, I, then I then people can't talk to me. Good. I was playing music for the whole room. I wasn't I the only know. one in the room.
0: I don't know. You got a Bluetooth speaker.
1: Uh, the next song I want to talk
0: about is Cornelia Street.
1: Now, this song is about Cornelia Street in New York City, where she once went rented a house, which she says in the song. Now, a lot of people are interpreting this song as about her current boyfriend, uh, Joe Allen, but i think
0: this is this is truly the spill the tea part of our podcast
1: um this is why i took notes so i would stay on track because i could go way off track on all of this i think cornelia street is about the end of her friendship with carly Kloss because he married because she married a kushner that's what i think well jared kushner's brother josh kushner
0: hmm, i've heard of this family
1: they're criminals they're all criminals
0: some of them literally 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 one of them
1: (laughs) but um in cornelia street um she talks it's a song about how she hopes this relationship never ends but to me i think it's very obvious that this relationship is has ended and she is sad about it and she is no longer friends with carly gloss wow but she is still with her current current boyfriend joe allen therefore Mm. i'm right and you know what endings of friendships can be sad just like an ending of a relationship (sighs)
0: sure thing
1: I love that song. And then I forgot that you existed is about Calvin Harris. Cause he's the most boring person on the planet.
0: Oh, wow, you're roasting people and <laughs> spilling that tea.
1: I am. Um, I'm just saying I told you and Alex this yesterday that
0: <laughs> let's keep referencing our conversation. Um, we had yesterday.
1: <laughs> Taylor Swift's relationship with Calvin Harris made me realize that DJs are boring.
0: Oh yeah. I, I yeah. D- DJs are boring.
1: Yeah. All they do is spin.
0: You ever hear a DJ talk? No. Did to- to, well, they have try to say. some. Try sometime. It's ugh, ugh. DJs ugh. are so boring, and I don't mean like radio DJs because we're kind of like radio DJs that only do the talking part, <laughs> and we're very exciting. And we, um, I know I'm exciting, and I know you're exciting, and I know this podcast is exciting. So that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is marshmallow and other DJs like that. I don't Calvin know. Harris. Calvin Harris. Listen, nothing against him. Any of these people, but they they know how to spin their records and they can spin those wrecks, but they don't, they're not, they're not the, they're not the most lively talkers. <laughs> that's why they, that's why he puts his head in a marshmallow. Have you, do you know this guy? You no, know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Um, he's got a big marshmallow head. You know the guy who's d- dead mouse, the big mouse head? Yes. So there's another guy who's like that, but he's got a big marshmallow on his head. And he paints eyes and a mouth on it, or however you want to say that. He's a big deal. There's like an ad for him in Midtown somewhere. <laughs> but he also plays. He plays Fortnite. <laughs> just how I know about
1: him. Does he play Fortnite with a marshmallow? Marshmallow.
0: Marshmallow. Uh, well, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about this. In Fortnite, there was a concert in the game. That if you played when this was happening, and I did. <laughs> You would go to a marshmallow concert in the game, and it was actually him performing in the game. <laughs> and then there were marshmallow based like things you could get. I think there was like you could get him as like an outfit back to skins from uh, Smash. Oh, I know about Super skins. Super Smash Brothers. Oh, also a Fortnite character would be an interesting thing to add to Super Smash Brothers. But anyway, you could buy ma- the marshmallow skin, and it was an all white suit with a marshmallow head and eyes and a mouth. I did not buy that, but I do have the marshmallow ax which is how you like uh farm materials and it is a giant marshmallow on a stick that you hit things with and it makes sound it makes like like dj hits when you hit objects with it i own it i find it annoying i turned it off <laughs> anyways back to taylor swift
1: oh thank god um one more thing i want to say about i forgot that you existed is that one of the things i love most about lover is that it's kind of very petty and it really starts with, I forgot that you existed because it's so petty. It's basically, literally, you used to make me sad, but now I truly never think about you. And she like laughs in it, uh-huh. and which I think is funny. And it's, I love it. It's the first, it's the first song on the album. It's a great start. It is it makes it's be- better
0: than when they started an album with Welcome to New York.
1: Yeah, that's true. I can't even fight that.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. Ugh.
1: That's my top five. We're now going to move on. We're going to move on.
0: <laughs> okay and we're now gonna move on
1: um as part of this album rollout taylor swift is becoming more politically active and while i think you could critique a lot of the ways she is being active
0: mm-hmm.
1: politically active one of her songs is about this it's called the miss americana in the heartbreak prince and it's a fictional high school well it's it's a current political climate in a fictional high school so basically trump's america in high school mm-hmm. and the bridge is the best part um, she does like this like go fight win cheer thing, which I cannot recreate, and I'm go f- not gonna go sing. Go fight win. Yeah, I don't that, really the... want to fight. I'm gonna win. But I think you should not. I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think the bridge is really fun because of the like cheering,
0: like cheering. It's like cheering. Hey, we're and, doing a cheer.
1: <laughs> um, it is basically like that. Um, I also think it's it's a good song. I, um.
0: Three cheers for that song! Hip hip hooray! But hip, she hip, also says hooray. I'm not. I'm not doing hip, it. Hip hooray! I'm I not... said three cheers for the song. I've got to do all three of them. Oh,
1: okay. Um, but this song, there is a point where she says something about how all the nice people aren't aren't fighting, and that people need to fight, and it's
0: true. Do you think that she's taken a harder stance against Donald Trump because? Kanye supports Donald Trump and it's a continuation of their feud. Um,
1: I think that might be part of it. I do think she's winning that right now. Um, but I also think she got a lot of criticism for not speaking out, like in the last election.
0: Yeah, she did certainly get, uh, she certainly did.
1: Um, And so I think she is trying.
0: She's trying. To not
1: have that criticism.
0: As someone who's more got her roots in country though, you'd almost think, She probably would, like where she's from and et cetera, et cetera. You'd think she would lean. Like if I didn't, if she didn't more recently come out with some of this stuff, I don't mean to pigeonhole people because certainly there are people who listen to country music or live in certain parts of the country who think very liberally. But, um, you know, if I have to bet my own money on it, um, I'm going to go with the odds. And I would have guessed that she's more from... Um, Trump country than, than not so much, you know?
1: Well, yes. She's from a tree far- uh, Christmas tree farm in Pennsylvania, if you're curious very specifically where she's from. Yes, I know that information.
0: Mm.
1: But she moved to Nashville when she was young. But I do agree that it might seem like she might lean a little more right. But she said in this album rollout that one of the reasons she didn't speak out was because of the backlash the Dixie Chicks faced. When they were like, Bush is bad.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: so she didn't want
0: that. Sure, no one does. It takes bravery to <laughs> face your fears. Um, yeah. It's br- that's why it's brave to do things like that and mm-hmm. not brave to not do it. Not to say that being a coward doesn't pay more money. <laughs> Seems like it does.
1: <laughs> I also, I mean, I'm not, I can't speak to this, but I feel like she hasn't lost any fans from coming out as... A Democrat I'd have who to is s- pro-choice. and
0: I have to say, uh, again, I don't mean to pigeonhole people, but I'm going to go ahead and say that her fan base skews female. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> which also skews uh, left. Yeah. Um, so I'd say she's probably facing less uh, scrutiny. Um, and young. And her audience is also young. Yes. Uh, which also skews that way. So I feel like... She- <laughs> Uh, calculated risk now Kanye on the other hand is maybe going the wrong way on this oh, I think he is I believe his fan base is maybe the opposite of a Trump supporter in almost every way in fact a lot of Trump supporters not all not all Trump supporters um uh, <laughs> hashtag uh probably have um very specific problems they have with Kanye <laughs> uh because there are, a lot of them are racist not all of them no some of them most of them (laughs) um i'd say either i mean man i hate being so political but are either racist or agnostic to racism (laughs) uh or not maybe agnostic is not the right word but uh indifferent towards its existence because it's kind of hard to deny that a lot of the stuff he's doing is has racist uh, undertones to it anyways that'll be it for me talking about politics today moving on that's
1: good because i was gonna move on well yes we're gonna move on to
0: another one of my favorite
1: songs the man which is all about how taylor swift's career would be different if she was a man not so much that her career would be different that people's reaction to her career and to her personality would be different mm-hmm. if she was a man oh for sure um in fact she would be just like leo and sandra pay if she was a man
0: oh having this that island
1: um yeah it's more that leo has all these like young girlfriends, and everyone thinks he's a man, like the man, because he's like dating so many people. Oh, but I when think Taylor Swift dates so many people, they're like, she needs to not date so many people.
0: Oh, I think he's the man because he's a really good actor.
1: Listen, I, I have, I have honestly no real opinions about
0: Leo. Um, yeah, that's She's just she money. probably has. As, she probably has as much money as he does. Oh,
1: I'm absolutely <laughs> certain she is. Quite wealthy.
0: I, I will I will not shed a tear for her struggles. <laughs>
1: um, and I do like this song. I do think at some points it can be a little naive about how she would be viewed or how she is currently viewed. Um, because she is so wealthy and so popular.
0: <laughs> I'd be even more wealthy and popular.
1: But I do think she has gotten a lot of criticisms that she would not get if she was a man.
0: Certainly not.
1: Certainly. So I like that song and I'm glad she wrote it. But now we're on to my one criticism of the album. Besides me. Besides me. um, This album is too long.
0: It's 18 tracks. It's 18
1: tracks. And all of these songs that I just listed to you are in the front half of the album. Because by the final seven songs, I'm like, this is so long.
0: I think I told you about this. It's because nobody on pop albums cares about how long they are or how many tracks they are. They just, they've recorded them all, so they put them all in the album.
1: <laughs> I also...
0: They didn't trim, they don't trim down... <sighs> they don't trim down albums like this and I'm being as polite as I can by by saying albums like this (laughs) yes
1: um one of the as I as a person who's read a lot of articles and podcasts about this album that she had to appeal to lots of different groups so like she had to appeal to the young fans and the old fans and the critics and all these people so therefore it ended up with 18 songs which is too many
0: I, I don't like any of what you just said and not because you said it but because that is like (laughs) shit <laughs> like that's the most like that's all right as annoys me you finish your thing and then i'm going to tell you how i feel about this album
1: <laughs> uh okay well this album is too long uh-huh it should be cut uh-huh. i'm gonna tell you which songs that need to be cut
0: uh-huh
1: i'm cutting it down to 14 songs
0: well that's four less than it has
1: yes the four songs that are getting cut are london boy a bad song about how much she loves her london boy that is not well written. Well, it's not. It's not good. It's vague. Okay. It only lists all the tourist places in London.
0: It's like the Welcome to New York.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's its criticism. Um, the other one, me. It's got to go. Get it off this album. Mm-hmm. Now, the next two songs, they're actually perfectly fine songs, but I never, I truly don't think I could sing one of them. And I've listened to this album at least 50 times. Mm-hmm. i should know all the words to it but i don't mm-hmm. because by the time i get there it's too long so i would also cut it's nice to have a friend in afterglow.
0: well bye
1: you're down to 14 out al- 14 songs album That's done <laughs> album done taylor swift still be my friend um, i think i'd be a great taylor swift friend yeah i'd be your friend one of the reasons carly Kloss, thank you you are my friend
0: <laughs> i'd be your friend or i'd be her friend as well <laughs> um
1: one of the reasons that carly Kloss and taylor swift aren't friends anymore is that Carly Kloss invited people over to her house without asking. And I would always ask. What are your thoughts on this album, Matt?
0: That's nice that you would ask. Um, so I have listened to it. I, I'm just not that into pop music. And I just, I can appreciate a really good pop song. Um, but that's like mostly, like that's why, like, the al- like albums to me by pop, musicians are almost inevitably at least 50 percent filler <laughs> you got the singles because that's like what makes them the money that's what makes people go to concerts like they make money on the concerts the merch the stuff i mean i guess there's album sales but like what like especially like she had four singles or whatever before the album even came out it's like okay well i've heard all the good songs people that's would, not true though well yeah. I mean that can change, but some but a lot of times it is true. Um I mean in this case where her first single was like pretty mad, it was definitely true, but um I've been big into listening to like uh, Britney Spears lately. You have. Um I've been really into that, but I'm not listening to her albums. I'm listening to like all of her biggest songs, which are all very like all of her singles or not I I don't want to say all of them, but most of her singles are pretty good. Uh I've been really into Oops, I did it again lately. <laughs> just so weird. Um but that's cuz I know like, I, and I and regularly I am an album person. I love listening to albums all the way through. But when it comes to pop music, I just like can't stand that half the tracks are like don't seem like they belong there. And I guess it's cuz they they are trying to appease everybody. There's also like there's not an artistry to the album necessarily. Like I I see A lot of them as being as like these artists think of like, well, this is a song I wrote and this is another song. I wrote, This is a third song I wrote. And they just like put two years worth of songs on an album where I, I don't know, I prefer an album that like feels like it was written as a cohesive piece. So like often, you know, some B-sides on albums and stuff are like, oh, we cut this song that's perfectly good and great, but we cut it because it was too similar to another song and or it was too off the theme of the album or Mm -hmm. not necessarily the theme, but like the styley album, we felt it was too different in a way where we weren't comfortable putting it on. And then you listen to it, it's like, wow, this is like, like you maybe get the B sides later, and you're like, wow, what a great song! I can't believe they cut this. And then you realize, like, oh, they cut it because they wanted it to be an album where just pop music doesn't do that. And I listened to it, and I was not irritated at all listening to it. <laughs> and I probably do mean to listen to it again and give it another listen.
1: You should do it with my uh, my version. Lose the, those four songs. Your
0: machete order, um, but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. And also, the songs don't really like feed into each other. Like a lot of like, if you're more artistry... artisty, I don't know what word I want there. Artistically putting together an album, you might make them it flow better. Where like a lot of pop albums just sound like collections of songs, mm-hmm. and it's just not as interesting to me as an overall piece. And again, I will listen to the singles. But I have a harder time, like, getting into the album. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, I do like that, uh, Was the street one? Cor- Cornelia Street. Cornelia Street. That one's pretty catchy. Ugh, what a good song. Is that a single? No. That one's catchy. It should be.
1: It should be. So <laughs> should Cruel Summer, but people aren't listening to us.
0: Um. Yeah. And so, yeah. So as an album, it's just not my cup of tea. But some of the tracks seem pretty cool. And uh, I should give it another try. But... You should. It's never going to, it's never going to break through. To I know,
1: me. I know. Um,
0: just here to give you my counterpoint.
1: Um, I take your counterpoints. I do think the album is cohesive, but I also, I can admit that I'm a little biased.
0: I mean, you said, you said it was like long. It's too and, long. And had stuff for different people. Like, it's like, to me, like, I want to, I want her to just write an album that she is like, like i mean not that if you asked her are you proud of this album she would say yes i'm proud of this album but like Mm -hmm. i don't want her to think i don't want her to think about the fans when she's like making that album. like i mean i know this is i'm asking for the impossible (laughs) from like pop stars or whatever but that would like i mean that's how that's how you think about me (laughs) is you think about yourself yeah because i'd much rather hear like a personal album that she wrote and she thinks this is like I mean, I don't even know how much of it she writes. So, like, whatever. She is
1: writing credits on every single song.
0: Sure, she does. Um, <laughs> uh, she does. No, I mean, I believe you, but, you know. Um, I but, think, like, I'd rather it be from her heart and more that way and less, like, trying to ap- appease people. It just, like, it feels dirty to me. I don't know. That's I don't,
1: why I don't like me, though. Because it feels like she was trying to appease people and, like, 50,000 people worked on it. Yeah. Um, I do cooks. think she writes all of her songs.
0: Um, but she co writes them. She right? co
1: writes a lot. Specifically with Jack Antonoff, who's on my list of things to, work, to talk about. I don't always love him, but all of her songs that she wrote with Jack Antonoff or he produced were my favorite songs on this album. However, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to tell you what I want for the next Taylor Swift album in two years. In <laughs> two years. She's 31 years old at this point. In two oh years. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> You'll be 36. Have fun with that.
0: I don't. I don't care how old I am. I'm never gonna make as much money <laughs> she made on. By the time she was like 21 or whatever. I know.
1: Um. Here's what I want. I want her to literally leave anyone who has ever helped her write a song behind. They're mm-hmm.
0: gone. Yeah. Let's. I want to hear this too.
1: <laughs> I want them out of the way. I want her to take her guitar. I want her to take her piano. I just want her to write some songs. I don't want any help. One of my favorite albums of hers is Speak Now, in which she wrote all by herself. And it's got yeah. some true bops.
0: Give it heart. That's what I want.
1: And I just, you know, listen, I want her to go back to country and I want her to sing some guitar songs. Do you want to hear my definitive album ranking of her top five, or top albums?
0: <sighs> uh, we're talking about this one album. Uh, the topic Well, is it's telescript. important
1: that you know where Lover is in relation to all the other albums.
0: How many albums do she have?
1: Six, seven.
0: Seven. Wow, that's a lot of albums. I think. Are you ready? Give them to me.
1: Number one uh-huh. Without question. The best one. The best one.
0: Mm-hmm. Without question. Red?
1: Yes. Thank you. Can for I knowing. guess these? Yes. I
0: only know the name of two, <laughs> three, no, three of them. Is it Red then 1989 and Lover? <laughs> is um, the only three I can name.
1: Excellent list. Um no. But it is Red.
0: Red. It is red. That one. Good.
1: Um then I I would go
0: Oh, you got to do this faster than this.
1: I I love 1980 <laughs> I would go 1989, but it's more because it has my favorite Taylor Swift song, which is Blank Space. So
0: I did get the second one right. Yeah.
1: Then I would go Speak Now, which is the song she wrote by herself, which is the album she wrote by herself. Then Lover. Then Fearless. Then Reputation. Then Taylor Swift. Her original album, which is called Taylor Swift.
0: Her original album is before, is after the one she wrote by herself? Or she wrote both of those by herself?
1: She wrote a lot of the songs by herself, but she, like, co-wrote songs on her first album.
0: And then she came out and made it one that she wrote all no, by herself?
1: No, she did two. And then she did Speak Now What She Wrote All By Herself. Oh, fine. To prove the haters wrong. It didn't work. Well, exactly. That's why she is... That's why if she was a man, no one would question it. Um, she has a whole song about
0: it. <laughs> I don't... Well, I question all pop stars and that. I, don't, I question her as... Justin Timberlake, I question whether he writes <laughs> any of his stuff either. <laughs> And Leonardo DiCaprio, I mean, I know he doesn't write any of his own movies. <laughs> Those are other people. Um, I mean, I, I question them all. I question them all. I question them all.
1: I'm saying you would question her less if she was a man.
0: I don't think Michael Jackson writes, wrote any of his own things. He's a man.
1: He is a man. I just think, I do think Taylor Swift, there's a way that she writes that I think is very specifically her.
0: I I wish, I wish, and I wish she did that more too.
1: I know. But this album is so much better than Reputation and she does it so much more. And while Reputation has some very good songs.
0: That's the one where she killed herself? Yes, the one where she
1: kills herself. (laughs) Um, It's not as good as this album because it's, there's no personality really in Reputation. This one, she's putting her personality back in and I can get behind it.
0: That's good. I'm glad that you're happy.
1: I am so relieved that I love this album. I I really wish I could listen to it on my way home, but I can't. 'Cause I have my headphones at work. Um I think that's all I have.
0: Um Okay. So do you recommend people listen to this album? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh check it out on um Wow, you know what's funny is everywhere you can check out this album. You can also check out, you can check out this fucking podcast. Yeah, you
1: can. <laughs> yeah you can
0: go on uh, your Spotify. If you go listen, on your iTunes, wherever you are,
1: if you're listening to this Apple. podcast on Spotify, you can listen to the album on Spotify, and they have fun little like GIFs with each song.
0: GIF. Yeah. Small- there's like smallest. there's like
1: a video playing in the back, and there's some fun facts from each song.
0: Well i wouldn't be watching any of that but i did (laughs) i could tell uh okay i i could uh, i'm glad you like it love it you love it are you a lover of lover
1: i do love it i didn't talk about the dixie chick songs but i don't need to
0: no you don't have to because it makes
1: me cry every time i think about it cry what way it's a sad song
0: okay um it's funny that she felt like she would be treated like the Dixie Chicks, and then she brought them on to be on her album.
1: Well, Jack Antonoff is currently working with the Dixie Chicks on a new album, and she is friends with Jack Antonoff. Slash, he worked on this album. Lover. Sure. So there was a connection there.
0: There's always a connection, isn't there? Um. Okay. Topic complete. Topic done. Lover. Presleys.
1: Taylor Swift album. album. <laughs> Go listen.
0: Go listen. I wish it. I could listen right now. Check it out. Um all right, Emily, thank you for coming on the podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm never coming back.
0: Um you didn't do this very much, but do you have anything you wanted to you wanted to plug? Do you have any crap? You have to check your calendar?
1: Um, I'm literally looking at my calendar right now because I do think I do. Uh, uh yeah. Oh, not until
0: November. Not until November. Cool. I'm
1: not gonna plug now.
0: Uh September twenty second, my sketch team souvenir returns to the stage at the Magnet Theater. Wow. Move, it moved from Monday nights to now being on Sunday nights. Did
1: you say this? What time is it?
0: And I was just going to get to that. Six o'clock that night. You can come check out the team souvenir.
1: I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there. So
0: you can check out. Emily if you don't want to see Matt. In the audience.
1: You can come hang out with me in the audience.
0: And we got a couple of former guests that are also on my uh, my uh, sketch team. A couple of former guests are on the other sketch team that we're paired with. The team is called Newport. And, uh, yeah, well, we're going to have shows monthly, f- uh, through January, at least. Maybe longer, but at least through January. <laughs> uh, all right. Is that good? Yeah. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Listen to Lover. Listen to Lover. But and then go a- back. Like after you did all those other things. And then
1: honestly, go back and listen to Reputation because it's not that bad.
0: Um, and, uh, I've been Matt Armando.
1: I've been Emily Riggins.
0: And this has been TBD.
1: With Matt and Emily.
0: Bye.